0: Keep being you. Mm.
1: Yeah. Welcome to the Gentlewoman Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Horlbogen. I'm on a mission to foster civility, respect, and integrity with a dash of sartorial elegance in the boardroom and beyond. And I invite you to join me on my quest. You never
0: have to be like anybody else, cause you're my favorite person when you're being yourself true original right from the start straight from the
1: heart a great work of art you stand apart welcome to the gentlewoman boss podcast i'm your host michelle horlbogen i'm on a mission to foster civility respect and integrity in the boardroom and beyond and i invite you to join me on my quest Welcome back, everyone, to the Gentlewoman Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Horlbogen. And as many of you know, October is National Bullying Prevention Month. And this week, October 18 through 24, is Freedom from Workplace Bullies Week here in the US. So because it is a month of special activity and awareness, um, I lined up two amazing uh, podcast guests for you. And the other day... On Monday, I shared part one of my interview with uh, Linda Crockett, who is a specialist in workplace bullying and harassment and treating uh, treatment for it. So that part one of that aired on Monday, and I'm gonna um, I'll be sharing the second part of the interview on Friday. But today's guest, um, I have someone very special here um, today for you as well. Um, Her name is Janice Gilligan-White, and Janice is the founder of The Empowered Employee, a blog site for targets of workplace abuse that aims to spread awareness, supply the resources available to stay healthy and safe in the workplace, and also to give hope to those who are suffering from the abuse. Janice is affiliated with the Workplace Bullying Institute and End Workplace Abuse Now. She is the co-founder of Redefine, a premier group that hosts summits, workshops, and retreats for targets of workplace abuse. Janice serves as the director of fundraising for the National Workplace Bullying Coalition and leads a Dignity Together peer support group. In addition, she co-hosts Two Targets Talk, a weekly chat aimed at breaking the shame and silence surrounding workplace abuse. So I remember so clearly the day that I found Janice. I was on LinkedIn and I had searched hashtag workplace bullying or something and came across one of her, her LinkedIn posts and that brought me to her website, The Empowered Employee and uh, to her blog. So, you know, it's always like a, a landing page with whatever is the chosen blog post that the author wants. And I just started reading that like not in any order, just whatever was on the first page. And I literally sat at my lap at my computer and sobbed. For two hours, I read her blog and I cried and sobbed and cried my way through it because it was it was like this uh, catharsis of acknowledgement and validation for how I was feeling because I was very I was still very early on and I was just bleeding. I was bleeding over what had happened to me getting fired and I mean our families they want to help they they want to be there for us they're trying to understand but they just if you haven't been through it you just don't get it that's just the bottom line that's that's the fact and they they try to help you and they try to support you and they try to listen to you but really they just kind of want their life back before this crazy thing happened to you right so reading Janice's blog I felt heard for the first time I felt like my feelings were valid and that the pain I was going through was not overreacting or um a pity party it's just literally it is a it, it is psychologically devastating to go through and I immediately reached out to her on linkedin and we connected and we have been um just in each other's tribe ever since and I I really encourage you strongly to uh, visit her blog, um, follow her on social media, look her up on LinkedIn, and you will really, really, really have an amazing um, advocate and mentor and help that you will find so amazing to have in your tribe. So I can't wait uh, to bring this podcast episode to you today. I'm going to introduce her in just a second. So sit tight. Janice, I'm so excited to have you on the Gentlewoman Boss Podcast. Um, Thank you so much for making time to be here today. How are you? I'm really good, and thank you so much for having me. I'm a huge fan of the work and everything that you're doing, so it's a really big honor to be here today. Thank you. Well, right back at you. I'm sorry about um, the power outage the other night. We had originally scheduled Wednesday night to do this, right? And We lost our power because of a big storm, so Janice was... Gracious enough to reschedule with me. And of course, I'm so glad everything was all right. Yeah, yeah, we're so fine. That's fine. Yeah, That's fine. It's <laughs> like a monthly thing around here. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, Janet, I'm just going to tell um, that Janice is the founder of um, the company called The Empowered Employee. And I thought we could start off today's episode, Janice, with you telling us a little, a little bit about. Um, what led you to find founding your company, um, a little bit of your experience, and also how you came up with that great name for your company? Yeah, sure. So in 2017,
0: um, I lost my um, career to workplace abuse. I was in the aviation industry for 16 years, um, and I had no idea what happened to me or what had just happened. Suddenly, my world had completely fallen apart. I had lost everything that I loved. Um, And uh, about a month later, I found the term workplace bullying, and I realized that that was exactly what happened to me. Um, And actually, my symptoms, what was happening to me got even worse after I started having a lot of physical symptoms and PTSD. And so I really sought out some help. Um, And while that was happening, I was feeling this sense of social responsibility that people have to know that workplace bullying exists and what they can do about it. Um, So I met uh, Sophie Henshaw. She's a doctor out of Australia, actually. I didn't even know anyone in the U.S. yet that could help. So I searched all over the Internet. I found her. She's an amazing workplace bullying advocate. And we started working together Um, and we started working on a blog. I was trying to think, what else am I going to do with my life? And so she was like, well, name something else you were ever interested in. And I have to be honest, it was so difficult to even think of anything because... I had planned on being in aviation for the rest of my life. Um, So I said, well, I used to write in college and I always thought that people that had a blog was cool. And she's like, well, let's just try. It'll be a good distraction for you. So um, again, that sense of social responsibility, I wanted to let people know what was happening. Um, So we started the Empowered Employee and I came up with the name because you know, I always told her I had the heart of an employee. I, I didn't want to do my own thing. I didn't want to own my own business. I loved working for an organization. I loved the sense of family and just everything about it, um, especially finding the airline that I did, it had a lot of great values and it just was, it was a wonderful experience to work for someone. Um, but at the same time, I felt like that was my downfall, right? That I was an employee. And so people are employees, which, you know, how 150 million people are in the U.S., um, how can they be empowered? instead of how disempowered I had felt. So um, that's how I started. I really wanted to give the resources available, things that they can do if they find that self uh, themselves in that
1: situation or how to come out of it. So that's how it started. That's incredible. You know, you're. I can't, I've can't. lost count of how many people that have been targets of bullying that turn it into a way to help others. That, like you said, that social responsibility kicks in. And, that timeline is different for a lot, everyone, right? Because everyone's story is different. Everyone's healing is different. Um, But I think it's a way to, like it kind of gives you some of your power back too, right? Like you- Well, that's exactly what it does. Yeah, it's threefold.
0: It's a sense of helping others and a sense of empowerment, like you said. And then also um, it's just a way to heal as well. So it's a really powerful tool getting um, involved to make
1: a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I remember clearly the day I found your blog, I was had was very re had recently been fired, and I was just spiraling and um I sat here at my desk well I have it on the monitor over here, sobbing, reading your posts mm-hmm. reading your you know your experience, but your helpful words of healing. Like I could, I just bawled. I bawled. It was so beautiful. Well, it was horrible that I, I had to go look for it. But the point is you were there for me to find. And I think that's a big difference now that there is a lot of advocacy work in this, in this topic. It's not really a field well, Maybe it'll be someday, but
0: mm-hmm. like,
1: there's a lot more available for resources now, thanks to people like you that, that, you know, were willing to share your story, do the, look into the numbers, look into the statistics and, try to become a resource pool for people. I mean, that's a yeah. beautiful thing of the internet. We, we can access things we couldn't, you know, years ago. And speaking of statistics, I know you have a lot of, um, you've done a lot of research in that way. Can you share with our listeners, like, some people I, I talk to look at me like I have two heads when I say, oh, I was a target of workplace bullying. But then there's other people that as soon as you start talking, they're like, oh, I get it. I'm, you know, I'm living it right now. But what are the actual statistics, like um, either domestically here in the U.S. or even internationally that you've found? I've really focused on,
0: I'm, I'm a part of the Workplace Bullying Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of my healing process was studying. So that's really where I got most of my stats. And they do a national survey. Their most recent one was 2017, although they're doing another one right now that'll be coming out. So most of the stats are going to come from that. Um, but it shows that, and when I give these stats, I want to reframe it a little bit for all of us today, since we're talking about recovery, because I think um, that's going to be really helpful. So, you know, 16 million Americans are affected by workplace abuse. Um, 20%, though, have or are experiencing it right now, and so. What that really told me, what message that it gave me was that I was not alone. And it's such an important message, especially if um, you're hit with this out of the blue and you had no idea that it existed, like we didn't, right? Mm -hmm, Um, To find out that you're not alone is really one of the most powerful tools to start to heal. Um, It is also really researched and really understood. So, I mean, you can read things that are going to tell you exactly what happened to you, why, what it looked like how you responded and all of those things are going to normalize this experience for people because it feels very abnormal. Um, And it is abnormal, um, but Mm -hmm. it it normalizes it as you begin to um, learn about it. Um, 78% of targets end up losing their original job, the job that they loved. So again, we're not alone. A lot of that is from a position of people are in a position of power that are bullying you. Um, 40% of targets show really serious health consequences. So PTSD, stress, Um, not being able to sleep, um, cardiovascular issues, all kinds of suicide ideation. We have to make sure that we mention that. Those all come um, from the amount of stress that that people are under when they experience workplace abuse. Again, you're not alone. These symptoms are understood. They're normal that they're happening to you. And um, you you can find out what to do about those. There's a lot of help. Um, And just the last piece, so we don't go on and on on stats, although I have a million. um, It's really important. 80% of harassment and bullying is not illegal. And that's really important for targets to understand because we get caught up in this um, fight, right, to to make things right. And uh, when you're in that situation or even after to, to try to rectify what happened to you and what we realize, which is a painful realization, but an important one is, you know, there needs to be changes to laws. These things that they do to us are not illegal. And most workers don't realize the lack of rights that they have.
1: Yeah, that's, um, I've done a lot of reading about that too and educating myself. And we fall under, into the unprotected class because we Sorry. aren't of a certain race. We aren't maybe of a certain religion. We aren't, our skin color isn't a certain color. We are sort of like the lost group of people that aren't protected because if I'm, if we are sexually harassed, that's illegal, right? And there yeah. can be, like, there are certain things the law attempts to protect you from but in our case where we're just you know heartfelt whole employees like you said you were an employee you didn't want to be an entrepreneur you didn't want to be an advocate you loved being an employee worked right. hard gave it your all we'd fall into that unprotected class and I think that's like what you're saying why legislation has to happen something right and anyone and anyone can
0: fall into that status
1: I mean no matter what your sex is
0: race is um, if you can't prove that discrimination was there, um, then you have no case. So I know with my case specifically, there was a way to kind of make it fit into one of those really tiny boxes, maybe, and then you would maybe have a chance, but then it negates all those other things that happen to you where they aren't able to pinpoint it straight to discrimination. So it's very difficult for targets to realize that, and we're at a big disadvantage.
1: Yeah, it's like because you, by trying to find that loophole, per se, to get protection, you're sort of dismissing all the other stuff that we know flat outright. And the other thing, I was having a conversation with someone recently. Um, A lot of times the perpetrators will target someone because they're not, like, say, the EEOC will not consider it a protected class. Like, they do their homework, and they'll know, like, this person... Right is not like it's just it's because they are that that manipulative or twisted or whatever you want to call it. So, um, but I think you said a, a wonderful positive thing that w- the more people you can talk to that have been through it, it does lessen that feeling, that horrible feeling of being alone and misunderstood, because it's Absolutely. hard. It's hard for our families even sometimes. Like I have friends who are like, oh, you should be so glad you're you're out of work in your home well that's like not what this is about right like I don't know like it's almost like so I should be glad I'm on funeral leave because a loved one died like that doesn't make up for the loss so it's you know we, we talked about that a little too the other day um finding support in strange places sometimes right do you want to share some of how you that was for your journey Yeah, definitely. What you're saying is so true. One of the things that's so difficult is that people
0: have not experienced workplace abuse because it's not as well-known yet. I mean, I'm certainly hoping that it will be, that organizations will have to start training on it when laws are passed. But until then, we're kind of left where it's still a very misunderstood abuse. So you do, from your family and from your friends that don't understand what's happening, um, they have a very hard time giving you the support that you need, and it's going to feel very much like they don't understand. Like one of... One of my friends told me, well, just leave if you don't like how they're treating you. Okay, well, you're asking me to leave a 16 year career that I that I love, that I did absolutely nothing wrong, that I'm not gonna be able to go back into. So just to leave because is not um, a comforting answer, right? So finding support, right now, in the midst of maybe people not understanding it as much, um, going to places that can support you is so important. And there are just so many of them. Um, When I started looking, like I said, I really couldn't find anybody to talk to. I had to find somebody from Australia. Mm -hmm. Now that I've been doing this long enough, and I've kind of made all these contacts, there are tons and tons of resources in the US that you can find support right now, um, and build some fabulous friendships too, by the way, which is a, a lovely aftermath of workplace abuse.
1: So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, we, I, we, I said earlier how everyone's process is different, right? So it's like with a, with a, well, we, when we originally talked, we said, we agreed that it's like a, like a death when this happens to you, if you're wrongfully terminated or fired or forced out, whatever the dynamics of it is. And you said it's multiple deaths because for every, every re- relationship severed through your workplace with your colleagues, maybe with your uh, vendors, clients, customers, uh, your contacts, your network. It's like people don't understand that. It's not just the paycheck that went away. It's a lot. and Oh, and it's even so much more than that, right? It's our belief systems. It's our
0: belief in ourselves. It's the way that we saw the world. It's the way that we operate in the world. It's, it's so many things that yeah. we lose. And like you said, that multiple death, but all at the exact same time.
1: The Gentlewoman Boss Podcast has been named Top 20 Best Month Reporting Podcasts of 2021 by Whelp Magazine, number 36 of 200 in Top Entrepreneurship Podcasts by Podchaser, and Top 20 Best Whistleblower Podcasts for 2021 by CastBox Media. For sponsorship opportunities, please visit our website at the So it's just a, yeah, it's a difficult thing. Mm-hmm. And that process, like when we have a, um, a literal death in the family, every, even within, under your own roof, there can be, well, we're a family of three. We, we could all process that differently, even though we live so connected and we're so related. Right. Everyone has their own way of processing things, so we don't want to compare our journey to someone else's. Like, if anyone's listening right now, and you're in the throes of this in your at your position right now in your company, like, don't compare yourself to someone that this happened to five years ago and they've written a book and they've done this and that. It's a it's a huge process to go through, and you can get through it. Right. You can get through it, and you will get through it. But I think the comparison thing can be, um, self defeating. Like, we're yeah, not it's here. a double
0: sword, for sure. So um, you never want to compare because yes, as you said, all of us go through a completely different. um, But there's such a human element to this abuse and the experience afterwards that when we reach out and we talk about our experiences, um, to find those connections, even if it's a few of them, um, changes everything. And there's there's always going to be an element that we can connect on once you've gone through this, um, because it is such a human experience.
1: Yeah, it's so true. And I know for myself, um, I found a great network on LinkedIn, which is how I found, well, I think I, I do think I came across you on LinkedIn and started to follow you and then clicked on your website, which took me to your blog, you know, which is where the balling session happened, but um, in a good way. It was a good cry. Um, But LinkedIn is a great network too. Like you can just do a hash search, hashtag search and workplace abuse. You're going to find number one, tons of content on the topic. Yes. Um, Forbes articles, articles on Medium, Thrive, all these, um, you know, huge publications. And you're going to find people on LinkedIn that have either been through it or are coaches for getting through it, mentors. It's well worth it. If you're not on LinkedIn right now, get yourself on there. Beef up your game and just do some keyword searches and start building your support network because that's um I know that was a game changer for me. Yeah, it me also too, sort absolutely. of it gives you you it helps us it helps the shame to go away because who wants to tell people they get fired, right? That's another I mean, it's all, it's like you feel like you did something wrong, even if you didn't, which ninety nine point nine percent of the times a bully target didn't do anything wrong. So right me seeing all those people, reading their content, finding people like you um, is huge. And and it's, you kind of build your own tribe. It's a new right. tribe and um, a lot of ways way better because there's no politics in this. Right. right. If you're a survivor, nobody wants to push you down. Nobody wants to hurt you more. Nobody's threatened by you. It's like, we know what that's like. We don't want any part of that anymore. Well, I, I don't anyway. I'm just... And I think I right. Sure. I mean, uh, it, the research shows right that targets
0: are the most ethical, hardworking, honest. Their value systems are high. So these are the people that, when you start connecting with them, that you get to restore faith in humanity again. That you get to see that there's goodness in the world again. Because for a long time after this abuse, it was hard for me to see anyone as good and that the world was good. I mean, the everything was just terrible and awful and it was dangerous and scary. Right? It, it really affects our sense of safety. So to connect with other targets, you're connecting with wonderful human beings and it's it's a healing, wonderful experience. It takes a while to do it, right? And that's okay. You can silently stop for a while, <laughs> reach out a couple times, but like really I highly recommend, um, and just like you said, to, to connect because um, it's a safe place to be with people that have experienced this.
1: Right, and like you said, it, our trust is, is very strongly affected by um, a, being a workplace bully target. And you, you just you, you put those walls up, and it's scary yeah. sometimes to open yourself up. But I know too, you guys, you host with uh, Deb. Well, actually, I want let me let me digress. Um, the National Workplace Bull- Bullying Association. Tell us a little bit about that and your work with it. I know you got you went and had classes and are certified and so forth. So tell us about that organization and some of the leaders in the in the field that you're part of. Sure. So the Workplace Bullying Institute um,
0: is Dr. Gary Namey, and he's out of California. um, And that's where I got my certification. So I took a class with him. And he has wonderful. By the way, the Workplace Bullying Institute has so many great resources on their website. Um, They also have online classes that you can take as well. But I went through the certification process with him. Um, And then I met Deb Felzoy, who does Dignity Together. And we started Redefine Together, which is a group that hosts retreats and summits. And right now we're... we're, um, doing a healing speaker series, but Deb is like a powerhouse in um, helping targets recover and also fighting for legislation. Um, and uh, the National Workplace Bullying Coalition, I'm the director for fundraising with them. Deb got mm-hmm. me involved with that. And um, again, it's just a wonderful organization that really fights for, um, for tougher laws for employees. Um, and then like you said, uh, my wonderful Robin Barnett, who... Uh, We host two targets talk together, which is just a YouTube channel where two targets are chatting about everything under the sun about our experience and it's a, you know, we try to make it light it's such a difficult conversation so we try to have a few laughs and just connect so I mean there's just so many great ways. Um, to get connected in so many different things that are out there um, and i feel like i'm involved with all of them uh, but they're they're all wonderful and such a great part of my life so
1: yeah i know your your two targets talk is really fun to watch on youtube i enjoy it and the, what i love too is episodes are sort of like Brief clips, like ten to fifteen minutes. So I I'll put it on while I'm driving somewhere or walking, and you always make me laugh. And it is a great, a great show. So you're gonna find that on YouTube, everyone. Two Targets Talk. Um, so it is. Um, I've I've heard the I've heard it called different things online, but National Workplace, International Workplace Bullying Prevention Month. I mean, what is the actual? I've heard it different terms for it. But in, the, in the U.S., um, yeah, in the U.S., Pacers started it. Started it they're a bullying prevention
0: center um, in 2006, and they called it the National Bullying Prevention Month. So okay. that's the official title that it started. Um, and then there's other big organizations. Stomp Out does it. They kind of mm-hmm. do a cool thing where every single week they have a different topic, um, a different challenge for people. And then, of course, Dr. Gary Namy, um, they have theirs as well, which is the week of uh, the 18th. So a lot of companies so- doing some awesome stuff this month.
1: So that's a week that, that that week starts next, is officially that's next on week. the 18th, and they yeah. call that the Freedom from Workplace
0: Bullies Week. Okay, so yeah, that, that's the one that's specifically uh, workplace bullying. The other ones they've started to integrate it, of course, mm-hmm. um, but the other ones started for you know kids, but they've for expanded
1: it too. Yeah, right. And that's something I do want to kind of pick up on a little bit that um, you know it's kind of like a, a twofold mission because we're adults and we've experienced this in the workplace and been targeted now when you're an adult, um, people don't necessarily throw with their fists. They have other ways of verbally, emotionally, you know, exclusion, um, segregation is they, they find other ways than using their fists to do their bullying. Right. Right. Which is not any less painful. Sometimes it's more because there's no physical out, outer lying signs, but You know, I think my daughter is a a freshman in college, so I don't only want to do this for other women or people experiencing bullying in the workplace, but I also think it's important for our children coming up into the workforce that they don't have to, you know, my daughter knows a lot about, she saw it, what happened to me. Mm -hmm. I don't want her to have to fear going into her career with this sort of in the back burner of her mind that- I don't want to go through what mom went through, you know, like, so I feel like it's, it's for me now and it's for you now and all adults, but it's also protecting the, the young people that come after us into the workforce. And hopefully by that time, there will be some laws, you know, or accountability by these employers and boards to protect their, their staff from, from the abuse. So
0: yeah, absolutely. And listen, it's not a bad idea. I've thought of this a lot, like when the kids are graduating from high school or college, that they, that they take a quick course online by Dr. Gary Namie or Deb has some too. Um, and they're not long, they're two and a half hours, but to, to give them a little bit of an insight into what can happen. And again, it's not to scare them, but we want people to be informed that this abuse has a name and, but the biggest thing is to recognize it and to recognize it early, because if you can recognize it early, you have so much better of a chance of, of changing the outcome or maybe not changing the outcome, but knowing what to do and saving your health and your career by acting early. So it's really important that, that people know that, that it's in existence and it's a danger in the workplace. They need to know.
1: Yeah. Would you think that there are more people speaking out now, like the, from in the masses, like is if I like in corporate America, are you seeing more? I know, like, on a celebrity level, we've seen a lot. I mean, people spoke out on the Ellen show, the National Recording Academy, Deborah Dugan spoke out. Um, There's been, you know, big wig names, but just in mainstream corporate America, do you see a turn, like a turn with that where employees are getting fed up? Would you say and, and saying no, not acceptable?
0: I don't think it's getting big enough yet,
1: but I've been super
0: excited this year to see it making uh, making it into the social media realm because that's really when you start to see change, no matter kind of what platform you're on, once it starts getting out there, people start realizing it and demanding more. Um, I haven't seen too much on the organizational place yet. I know the place I used to work at, this was very, very interesting, a year and a half after I left, um, I got to see their respectful workplace training, and they actually had a page that mentioned workplace bullying. I almost fell over. Wow! Um, so that was pretty amazing to see. So maybe a little bit, but or, you know, it's it's going to be tough for organizations. Um, you know, they feel like it gives them more liability. So unfortunately, probably until there's a law passed, it's going to be difficult to get it in there. Although, you know, for the organizations that are ready to lead the nation and to do the right thing, um, hopefully some of them are doing it. And I'm sorry because if I'm not sure of some that are. And I'm sure some are. Um, You know, that it's, it'd be wonderful to see more of it though.
1: Yeah. I, I think with everything with the pandemic and a lot more remote working going on, and, you know, depending where the organization is at and how organized they were, some things are probably, even if they had a good initiative going, may fall by the wayside a little just due to the circumstances. Or they could take this time where things are a little slower um, you know, to work, put something together. And like you said, there's tons of resources available for organizations to, um, access to courses they can have, you know, their employees, their staff there. And I think a lot of times it's upper management. Like the, it, it's a management issue because when, if bullying's happening, it's not just the perpetrator and the target that know it ever. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And a lot, and many times upper management knows, and they're either looking the other way foo fooing it, you know, whatever. So it's I feel like it it's should be really part of management training um, to be aware and also to be held accountable if they don't take action, which brings HR into it too. So it's a it's an interesting uphill climb, but we're getting there. Well, and one more
0: thing to, to really say with the organizations is you know they think maybe it's more of a liability but it's more of a liability not to. I mean there's so much stats on how much it costs an organization to continue to allow bullying take place in their organization. The turnover, the replacement costs, um, the loss of engagement, morale, um, it costs them so much more than if they would just deal with the bully right off the bat and deal with it early. So um, hopefully they're going to be just as educated as the rest of the U.S. workforce on that there needs to be a change. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That is the goal. That is the goal. So Janice, before we um, wrap up, I do have a question I'd like to ask all of my podcast guests, and that is... um, out of all of the qualities that a gentlewoman or a gentleman um, would display, which one is most important to you to emulate and why?
0: Okay. So the most important one, and the only one that you can't fake or train for is that you have to be a leader that cares. If oh. Yeah. So I don't know it, it, my entire career, that's how I led my teams by caring for them uh, to make the biggest difference. That's what we need more of.
1: That's amazing. And that's a very, you're right, you can't fake that. You can't fake that. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Thanks. Okay. Where can people find you, Janice, if they want to connect with you, follow you, that kind of thing, let us know where they can find you out there. Sure. Well, I'm on Facebook at
0: The Empowered Employee. I'm on Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn um and also just if you want to visit the website it's at um www.theempoweredemployee.com
1: awesome and your emails there if someone wants to contact yeah, you yeah they can yeah. reach me on any
0: of those um sites at all and i i please reach out to me it's uh it means so much to me
1: every single time that i hear from somebody and i can help someone and i can vouch for her she's amazing she's mm-hmm. a love and she's gentle and thoughtful and patient and transparent but always positive She's, ditto, 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 so ditto, ditto. she's, um, she's, she's, she's the people, she's the people you want in your, in your tribe. All right, Janice, thank you so much for taking the time today. And I will put all your info in the notes on the podcast. Um, and everyone, you can listen on, well, wherever you, basically wherever you listen to your favorite podcast now. And then I also upload the, um, the video version of it to YouTube too, if you want to watch instead of just listen. So We will be right back. Thanks, Janice. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Gentlewoman Boss Podcast. Don't forget to download my show so you can listen whenever and wherever you'd like. And if you're enjoying the show, please take a second and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps with ratings and distribution. Thank you so much. As always, if you'd like to share your story... Or if you have a question you'd like answered or an up- on an upcoming episode of the show, you can visit my website or send me a DM on any of my social media platforms. Find and follow me at Gentlewoman If you prefer to watch podcasts rather than just listen to the audio version, my episodes are uploaded on my YouTube channel in video format as well. Click subscribe and when new episodes drop, they'll show up in your feed. Super easy. So until next time, remember, always choose to be... The Gentlewoman or Gentleman in the Room. And I'll see you soon for the next episode of the Gentlewoman Boss Podcast.